Whoa, we're back. I'm back. Did you miss me? Don't answer that. But I am back podcasting. Look at me. We are sitting here and it has been a full month since I have sat at this desk and did my job. But I've missed it a lot and I've thought about you guys and I've thought about this and um yeah I love doing this I've mentioned it way too many times but I do so I'm I'm glad and grateful to be here um you're probably wondering well where have you been and that's a good question um your girl has just been doing life nothing more nothing less like we just we just living um so I was in school, obviously, in this past month. I have just been doing schoolwork, getting my life kind of put together for a little bit, prepping for the summer, prepping for applying to jobs and applying to some programs um, that I'm hoping to get into in my college. So we're crossing fingers here, crossing toes, crossing eyes, um, but... Nothing crazy. I mean, I've mentioned this several times. I don't have an elaborate life um, that I can see people on social media posting about, which they're obviously faking it. But, you know, we're all faking it till we make it. But, yeah, nothing crazy. I took a break because I felt like I was just not in the right mindset to be doing it because I just felt like it kind of started feeling too much like a chore and not actually enjoying what I'm talking about. I had no motivation to like talk about anything because I didn't even know what to talk about. Because I was just in a a meh, M-E-H kind of meh mindset, standpoint, whatever you want to say. And I was doing fine, but I just did not feel in an inspirational like motivation flowing on the pen writing I, di- I just didn't feel it so I was like well I'm not gonna put anything out there because it's probably not gonna be my uh good work it's not gonna be good um but I am on the I just finished my first week of finals and for my college and I think most colleges do this um I have two weeks of finals and your first week is usually anything pertaining to online classes that you're taking because I take in-person and online classes so obviously the first week is online oh gosh and next week is my in-person classes which is gonna be a little chaotic next week the next week's schedule looks a little scary but we will make it we will do good but uh yeah so it's final season um and before we even start take a break um if you're also dealing with your finals and your testing and big big events usually happen towards the end for anybody who's in school um maybe you are graduating maybe there's some big milestones happening it's okay to just take an hour out of your busy busy day 30 minutes and just step away from honestly just step away from existence and well that doesn't 
it kind of makes sense, but step away from society. Live off the grid for just one hour. And if that's, I know I just said living off the grid usually means no phones, but if it means listening to a podcast, I could plug myself here. But any podcast, honestly, because that's what I do. I like to listen to podcasts and just for an hour out of my time. I can have 20 assignments or 20 things on my to-do list. But one hour or 30 minutes just forgetting about everything for just that time is okay. Um, if you have just been working, you know, you're not even in school and you've just been working a 9 to 5 or whatever time all week and you're just like, oh, sit outside. I know this sounds so like, yeah, whatever, Chloe, get a chair Take a chair from inside. If you're like, I have no furniture, I'm working and I have nothing in my apartment. Just get a chair from your, like from inside, whatever, or just sit on the ground outside for 30 minutes, no phone, nothing, and just exist. That's it. It will do wonders for you. I promise you. And... If you need some inspiration, I want to tell you one thing for the people, like I said, who are going through testing or just big events, um, this doesn't define you. I'm going to talk to some high schoolers right now, too. If you're about to graduate, let me tell you something right quick. And I know you're going to be like, what? And I might burst your bubble, but let me tell you something right quick. This last month or these last couple of weeks um, of your high school life or experience, let me tell you, you're not going to remember it. You thought, I've been out of high school for two years. I can't tell you what happened in the last month of my high school experience. <laughs> if I'm being 100 percent honest um it doesn't define you because in the end you're all gonna go to college and create a new version of yourself um sometimes that could be better sometimes it could be worse than your high school self but you're gonna become a completely different person and that's okay okay like you might not notice it but other people might or you'll look back and be like wow okay like, I feel like I am a different person from high school to where I am now. It's not been easy, but I am here. And I just want you to know that whether you were extremely successful in high school and did everything and lived out the perfect high school experience, or you didn't, I want to tell you right now that you're about to start fresh, fresh late. You're fresh past fresh canvas so when you're graduating you're sitting there in your cap and gown I just want you to know now is not the time to beat yourself up for not doing something or doing something that you regret it's not it's not the time for that and it's not the time for you to let societal's like clock come for you because honestly when you graduate from that point on you feel 
the societal clock clicking. I think that's the right word. Clicking in the in in the back of your mind. You're going to be like, okay, I've got to get this within my first year. I've got to do this within the first couple of months. I need to be here by the time I'm 20. I need to be at this milestone by the time I'm 21. I need to have this accomplished. You know, that happens. You know, in high school, we really didn't have to have that because it was kind of already planned. Like, you know, you have grades. Like, you have your, you know, I'm moving to 12th, I'm in 12th grade, you know, like, blah, 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 blah. I know that, you know, like, you're in 9th grade going in, you know, next year you're going to 10th. Like, it's guaranteed. That's how it works. It's a system. But as soon as you graduate, all of that kind of goes away. And you're like, well... I'll be a freshman in college. I was like, yeah. Some people stay longer than freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. Like, there's more than just four years for some people. So, like, there's a lot of things. And, like, you have grad programs and you have all these, like, internships and different things. So, there's a lot more to it. And if you're not going to college, there's just a lot more that you're not structured anymore. You're starting all over, basically. And that's a good thing because that means from this point on, you can work your way up or you could take a break. Okay, some people tried so hard in high school. I'm pointing at myself right here. Some people tried so hard to the point where it was just like you kind of, I got to college. I tried really good my first semester. My second semester was a train wreck um, because like I just kept pushing myself. And I kept adding hours that I shouldn't be adding. And, like, I got overwhelmed and I, my grades reflected it. Um. But, yeah. Um. I just wanted to say that it is a stressful time for a lot of people for different reasons. So, just don't let that define you. Don't let the grades that you got. Now, to the people in college, here's the sad part. (laughs) Sometimes those grades really do need, the the, the grades really do reflect you for, you know, it could be for you or against you with your grades. So, that's a different story. But, um, yeah, I spent a lot of time this past, like, time away Um, I spent a lot of time by myself. I know that sounds so lonely. But I, I have found out that I love spending time just by myself. Um, obviously, this semester I did not have a roommate. So, I spent a majority of my time alone. And that was okay in times and sometimes it was really difficult but I enjoy being by myself because I can do what I want when I want how I want um even with my my roommate there I could still do that but like you didn't want to interrupt anything and like it was just everything was kind of in my terms you didn't have to think about how the other person felt And you didn't have to, like, make your schedule around other people, which is fine and cool and nice. And that's kind of why I like to be by myself. And it's funny because when I come home 
to see my family. I spend a lot of time in my room too. Like I keep the door open. People can talk to me if they want. But like for the most part, I, for the most, like I spend a lot of time just by myself because I, I don't know. It's nice, I guess. I, I really don't know. But if I didn't spend it with just me, myself, and I, I was doing stuff with my family. Um, I had family in the hospital. We had um, just a lot. And we feel like we're coming kind of out of that dark tunnel that we were at for a couple of months back. Um, we feel like we're kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. That does not guarantee that there will not be another time period where life can get very difficult. Not saying that that's not possible. It's 100% possible, but we feel like we're kind of towards the uphill way, if you will. Um, but yeah, that's just a life update. Future plans are looking great for the summer. I've got trips booked with family and friends, um, girls trips, and summer jobs planned. So we're going to cross our fingers for a good summer. I hope to do a lot more podcasting because I absolutely love it. But yeah, and today's thing, like I have been talking about, I was thinking about school and I have not done anything for college advice. Um, and given that I, I'm towards the end of my second year, I thought I feel a lot more confident in giving y'all some advice um, because I have had to learn some things the hard way and not so hard way and I feel a lot better about giving you and I just haven't done it yet. Now, college advice is very similar to high school advice, but people in college are a lot more likely to listen to the advice than people in high school, if I'm being 100% honest. Um, because like, I don't know what it is, but when I got high school advice, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But now that I'm in college, I'm, I'm like maturing in college, like just maturing in life means that you're actually so excited when people give you advice. I don't, maybe it's just me. I don't know. But like when people are like, hey, can I give you some advice? I'm sitting here like, yes, please. I need to know how to get through this. So that's kind of the difference between college and high school advice. I will say college is a lot more, the advice is more broad. Um, high school is a little bit more specific because it's on a smaller scale. But college is very broad because you can take this advice and after you graduate college, you still need to use some of this advice. So I did top 10 right now. I have loads more if you want to hear more about it, but I just chose my top 10 and this was hard to kind of figure out how I wanted to do it. Now, some of them might coincide with each other, but for the most part, they're kind of, you can take, take some and not do others, but definitely like just hear me out on this. So let's get started with the first one being 
put yourself first. Now, I put down academically, personally, or mentally. Um, it happens in high school, too. You kind of get carried away with the flow of everybody else. And you kind of put yourself and your opinions and your wants and your needs kind of on the back burner for the group, for the experience. Um, and that's, it's normal. But when I say put yourself first, there's a lot of times where I needed to say no to things because I was like, this is not, I don't want to do this, but I'm afraid if I say no, I've lost a cool opportunity to make a cool college experience. And I have been wanting to change my mindset, and I have, where I've said towards the beginning, and I might have mentioned this a while back, but there was a time where I was wanting to say more to things, like saying yes to more things, but now I have done that, I've, I've looked at that, I've been on that side, but I want to try the, the other side, and changing it up by saying no to things that just don't interest me. Okay, like I know that sounds bad because we have so many voices telling us so many different things. And one of those is like, you know, you'll never know if you like it or don't like it unless you try it. And you know, that's a good, that's a good lesson. I'm not, you know, but if you're kind of not intrigued by it at all, it's kind of your way of being like me. I don't know. If it doesn't pique your interest, I think that you don't have to try it. If you want to, go ahead. If you don't, whatever. But putting yourself first, sometimes you have to be like, no, I can't go out tonight. I have to study. I need to get this work done. That's fine. Um, I will say that I have done that a lot more than other things. And I might sound like a nerd or a loser, but there was a lot of times where I, towards the beginning, when I was taking some really harsh classes that I kind of had to be like, no, I can't go out. I have to do this. And people got angry at me or not necessarily angry, but they kind of was like, boo, you're boring. And then it kind of spirals. I know because I know exactly how you're probably going to feel. When you say no to something, you're like, yeah, but then they'll never invite me again. If they're true friends, let me tell you, listen to this. If they are true friends of yours, they will ask again. They will ask every single time because they care and they want you to experience and they want you to go. So if you miss it one time, that is fine. If you miss it and you always say no, that's fine. But a true friend, no matter how much, no matter if they know, because there's a lot of times that I have invited people to things where I'm like, they're going to say no, but I'm going to invite them anyway. And that's fine because I want them to know that I care and then I want them there. And that, I mean, that's just simple as it is. So if you're wondering, like, they'll never invite me to anything ever again. They'll think I'm a loser or a prude and I don't want to do anything. And I'm like, no. If they're really good friends with you and you've got a good relationship or friendship, they will invite you again. Putting yourself personally is personally or mentally is being like, okay, 
I cannot study anymore. I am overwhelmed with schoolwork and I don't want to go out with people. I just want to just be alone. Silence or some kind of way. My anxiety is getting bad. I'm kind of in this rut of my, you know, like sometimes people deal with seasonal depression. It's seen a lot more than you think on campus, but like sometimes it's really rough. You know, I'm just in a bad spot where I don't want to be around schoolwork. I don't want to be around people. That's okay. Perfectly fine. That's when you put yourself first. And that's seen for the personal or mental way. Number two, don't try to fit into the college, quote unquote, mold. It's not worth it, okay? Now, I say this because... You have this, like, saying, the college experience, and that's fine. Um, some people are partiers. Some people are doing that lifestyle. Some people aren't. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that that's a terrible thing. You know, they're living their life how they want to live it and how they want their timeline to look. That's fine. I think that's fine. I mean, at least do it under your own terms. That's my thing. Do not do it because you feel the need. That's the whole point of trying to fit into a college mold. If you want to do it, do it. But if you're doing it to fill out some kind of like prophecy or some kind of like priority, like this is just what you're supposed to do, no, don't do it. That's the wrong reason. But for me, like... I don't need to go party. I thought that at one point, like, I needed to. Like, that was the thing. And then when I wasn't getting invited or I didn't know anything about the parties, I thought that it was because I was just, you know, a loser or whatever. And, it, and I was like, no. It's just because I'm not in that clique. Um, because I just, it doesn't pique my interest. Um... But that's fine. Um, Fitting into the mold can be seen with relationships. I feel like a lot of people feel like I'm in college. I need to either find a guy and he needs to be an athlete or have money or she needs to be a cheerleader or a dancer are very popular. I need to, that way I can fit in. No, don't do that. Don't do that. You're trying to fit into what this Americanized college experience looks like. And it's not, no. Um, or on the other end of that, there's this, I need to be hooking up with people mindset. Like, I need to be having like a bunch of one night stands and just hooking up and I'm like, you know, I have to, but it's that, that sense of that's what I'm supposed to be doing because that's the college experience. First of all, I don't know who is coming up with these like imaginary rules or imaginary like guide for college because I don't I need to talk to them um but in the end it really isn't worth it 
unless it's something you want to do. Um, I'm always for, you know, used to, I was kind of, I won't even lie, used to, I was very, like, judgmental about it in a sense of being like, why would you do that? Like, no, why is she doing that? Why is he doing that? And now it's just like, I changed my mindset completely and I was sitting there and all I can think about is when I see somebody kind of doing something that I'm, it's alarming to me, kind of sending off red flags in my head, all I can think about instead of judging is empathy. And it's weird. I don't know what it is, but like I have empathy where I'm like, I hope he... I hope he's want I hope he's partying because he wants to party. I hope she's hooking up or he's hooking up or she's party. I hope they're doing this because they want to. I don't want people to just feel like they have to. Cuz that's the worst feeling in the world is doing something not because you want to, but because you feel like you're supposed to want to. What's the worst feeling? Don't no. Number three, prioritize your school limits and boundaries. So when I first wrote this out, I was going to write down just prioritize school. But sometimes we, because that's like a number one thing that a lot of people will put on school advice in general is prioritize your schoolwork. And so we are like, okay, to do good in life, I need to prioritize school. I was like, yeah, but I have changed. And the advice I want to give you is balance is key. It is key. I suck at balance for the most part in life. And I'm working on it still. But prioritizing school limits and boundaries okay you don't need to be sitting there doing schoolwork for five hours straight you don't need to be doing that okay you have an assignment it's due sunday chloe you don't have to have that assignment done by monday night you have till sunday for a reason i like my weekends free from schoolwork So for the most part, I try to have everything done. And the beginning of the uh, school year for me, or the beginning of college, I was jam-packed with, I didn't prioritize good enough, and I didn't balance good enough. So I did have a lot of assignments at the end of the week because I had put them off until Sunday. And there I was. Saturday night, Sunday, on a weekend, coming back from whatever I was doing and scrambling to get all these assignments done. And then it then it got to going all the way to I was missing out on every college experience because I was trying to get all my schoolwork done so that I could have the weekend free. And then when the weekend came, I did absolutely nothing. It's just how life works. So you got to find balance where this week I did all of my assignments for the most part except a couple and I left them for this weekend. Do I have plans this weekend? Probably. 
And I still have assignments, but I'm going to balance it out. I'm going to get some work done today, tomorrow, Sunday. Like, balance is key. Um, And boundaries. I want to talk about boundaries right quick. Is sometimes you're not going to turn that assignment in on time. But let me tell you one thing. You don't turn that assignment in, it's not the end of the world. If you're a decent student and you don't make it a habit, most of the time your professors will understand and actually respect you for being honest. So email them and be like, hey, I've been having a hard time this week and I didn't even get to it. I will be 100% honest with you. I have been in a really bad mindset here lately and I just did not get to that assignment. It's not the end of the world. It comes up on your dashboard and it's red and it's like late or missing it's okay the world is not gonna blow up well maybe but not because of that you know the world is you know warming up but it it's fine to you know boundaries are very difficult in life um so when you talk about boundaries in school it's almost weird Because you feel like it's not supposed to. Like you hear boundaries in relationships or friendships or family dynamics. But when it comes to school, it just feels bizarre. Like it's not supposed to fit there. But boundaries work in any aspect of life. Sometimes you need to put boundaries in your schoolwork. Now that does not justify you for, like I said, making a habit that are not so good for your grades or your GPA or your relationship with your professor but boundaries are relevant for any aspect of your life and boundaries in school is good for balance in life so boundaries can be seen for me was after I spent an hour or two on my schoolwork And as soon as I started feeling like my head was hurting, I was like, okay, I've got to get up, get away from this, do something else. Um, I work on campus and I I work in a library. And what's fun is like, I work in a library, first of all. Awesome. Super grateful for that um, because I love libraries. But like I will... Do all the things I need to do. And I get to work on my schoolwork while I'm there. So I'll full on just be doing my schoolwork. And I'll be sitting there for like three hours. Full on just go, 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 go. And it's slowly having an effect on me. Um, And you don't even realize it messes up your sleep schedule. Because I don't know why, but like it does that. It messes with your health. I have had terrible headaches. Um, Because I would be sitting there and I was like, I can't move. I can't even go up to use the bathroom until I finish this. I don't know why. That's just how my brain works. But I would spend forever finishing something and not taking breaks. Um, So that whole like thing that you'll see on the internet about like work for 25 minutes, take a five minute break. That's a real thing and it's a really good idea to do. Because if you sit there for too long, it just... Everything kind of goes downhill. So a boundary is seen for me when I started being like, 
I would come into work and I would have like six assignments. I knew. I was like, okay, I'm going to do all my work stuff and I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to grind. That whole grind academic weapon mentality can be toxic if you let it be. And so I would be like, oh, okay, I'm going to sit down and get all these assignments done, even though only two of them are due tomorrow. But I would sit there and try to finish all six of them in four hours. I would be, you know, just deep into it. I was, I had a headache. I was hungry. I needed to use the bathroom, but I was not going to take a break. I was not going to let my brain rest. My brain did not deserve to rest until I finished this. And then soon after I was like, Ooh, Ooh, dang. And that's when I realized. So before I would even start my schoolwork, I spent an hour or 30 minutes to an hour doing something I would read because I like to read. I would color because I, I was in a library with printers. So I'd print a piece of paper and color for that period of time. Something to kind of separate. Um, sometimes I would get on my phone. Sometimes I would just stand and talk to the people I work with for a good amount of time. You need to take breaks take breaks your boundaries can look different your limits can look different as long as you're balancing I think you're doing great in life and your grades might here's the thing is I can say all of these things and you're like yeah Chloe but my grades just they don't I can't do that right now I need to prioritize school I get it but I will tell you something that's crazy and it's seen in every kind of help like self-help book or any kind of school related advice people will tell you that balance is key for a reason it will work itself out that's the cool part if you balance properly it's almost like it it works itself out your grades will start to reflect that beautiful balance your grades will start to your grades affect how you know Everything is going in your life. If you have all A's, people are like, oh, they got their life together. Yeah, they've got their school life together, but their personal life is terrible. Okay, so I'm not saying that's always true, but it's okay to have a low A or a low B or a C. But as long as you're, one, learning, reflecting, and balancing on what you're doing, and it will help you in the future, that's all that counts. Okay, four, silence is not always bad. It's not always bad. You don't need thrill all the time. Sometimes you just need chill. (laughs) Let me elaborate. I used to think that every kind of second of my day needed to be occupied by something. And then I was at a point where sometimes I felt like every aspect of my life needed to be occupied by something beneficial. Something that benefited me. Like, I needed to, oh, I got 30 minutes? Let me get a good walk in. Let me get a good reading session. Let me get a good study session in. Let me get a good cleaning session. You know, sometimes you just got to sit there. You just got to sit there. And... I know for some of us, silence is deadly because it's just like, I don't like to be left alone with my thoughts. 
Sometimes you need to. You need to. And I know that sounds scary, but I say it in a way of sometimes you need to, like, fight that demon. And for me, silence is okay because I realize that in the silence... I had just been missing out on very small details. So, silence for me has really opened my eyes on things that I'm grateful for. I can be sitting in my dorm room, sitting outside, sitting in my living room at home or my room back home. And I can be sitting there and in the silence... I feel like it's God's way of opening my eyes. Um, because I'm such a go-go person, I think that's where God gets me to pay attention is in the silence. He gets me in a silent moment. And I'll look around and see all the things that I have at my disposal that I just don't think twice about. And, you know, like I'm sitting in a dorm. I am able to sit in a dorm right now. I have the ability to go to co- to go to college and to have this is something that I need to be grateful for. Don't take it for granted. Um so silence is good. Um when I say you don't need thrill all the time, sometimes you just need chill. I have been around people and I feel bad sometimes for those people because they are if you notice the people that are constantly like spontaneous or constantly doing something, going out uh, every night, doing some really sketchy stuff, doing some stuff that you're just like, y'all need to calm down, you know. Those people, you will meet people in, in, in your life that are like that. And they're going through their own little process of whatever. But it's okay, okay? I thought... That when I was in my dorm, everybody outside my dorm was going and living their best life, doing all these elaborate. And I learned very quickly that if a college student is, I don't know, maybe it's just mine. I know that the bigger the schools, universities can be a lot. But for the most part, no. People were not, like, going out like I thought. I mean, there is people that do every night. Um... But for the most part, I just want to tell you that if you're sitting in your dorm and you're chilling, you're like, oh, everybody's probably doing, mm, no, there's a lot of people, there's a, probably more people doing what you're doing than actually going partying. But if there is a lot of people partying, that does not mean you have to flow with them. Like, that's not how it works. Like, you should have enough confidence in yourself not the vehicle, just, that was loud. There's like a ton of motorcycles just passing. But here's the thing, like, you should want to not follow with the flow with everybody. There should be something in you that's like, no, I would never. I'm my own person. But you don't need that thrill all the time. It's okay to just chill. I mean, you just went to class. Or you just got back from work. Like, it's okay to chill. 
five, your grades don't define you. This is something that's always talked about and will forever be talked about, whether it's high school, school, um, like college. I mean, it's even seen in life. Your paycheck. I know this sounds weird, but your paycheck doesn't really define you. Um, I know people are living their best life on a lot smaller paycheck than some people. And the people that are not living off that small paycheck are probably looking at them like, how can you enjoy life? You know, it's funny because people... Can take what some people are just grateful for what they have. Like they, they take what they have, and they, they enjoy what they can do with it, and that's okay. Like that is awesome to me. So certain things in your life shouldn't define you. And when it comes to college, your grades do and don't define you. Um, they do define. I don't know. They do define you on a scale of other students. Um, for college, for the most part, your grades kind of let people, let futuristic people, uh, employers, uh, programs, internships, grad programs, it lets them know where you are in, amongst a large group of people. It's their way of putting you basically on a chart to let them know where are you on this chart compared to everybody else? But when it comes to a personal thing, those grades do not define you as a person. Um, they don't define your mentality. Because I knew a lot of people, even in high school, they didn't have the grades. But those people were so smart in so many different ways. Like their mentality was so sharp. But they just their grades just didn't reflect it. Because maybe they just, they weren't into school like that just wasn't their favorite thing and that's okay but what I'm saying is they didn't define them like no um and so for college I just need you to remember that like for me it was a lot to process but if I knew that I studied my butt off and I knew what I studied. Like, I still know what I studied. And I left, and I did not make a good grade on it. I can be like, okay, I studied. And I knew some of those questions on there. Like, used to? Oh, my. Let me tell you something that will change your life. You take a test. You click on that test, and you're looking, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know this one. Oh, I know this one. I don't know this one. When you leave that test, I know it sounds stupid, but before you say, I didn't know half of those questions, remind yourself that you knew some of those questions. At least you knew some of them. Okay? Um, I've walked out of tests and been like, oh my, I didn't even know some of those questions. But then you, but then I remembered like, I mean, I did know. Somebody's like, oh, you didn't know any of them? And you're like, well, no, I knew a decent amount of them, but I didn't know the other half. You knew some. Like, give your... Okay, first of all, give yourself some pat on the back. You remembered some. You knew what was talked about on a portion of that test. I mean, I've went in tests and not known anything. Like, they completely changed the test. Like, I don't even know where they got the questions from. 
they the questions from a different chapter. Like I've walked out of those tests and been like, ooh, dang. But like, yeah. You changing that will let you not let it define you. Six. This one's funny, controversial, but I put down. I was like, men, boys, nah. I mean, honestly, it's a waste of time to deal with guys in college. And, I mean, this could be different depending on, obviously, your relationship status. But, when I say a waste of your time, it should not be the thing, the only thing you think about. Okay? Um, because when you went to college, you should have went to college for education in some sort, um, something towards that way, uh, towards a job or something, but, like, boys are the last of your worries, um, and let me tell you, I say this because you're, you are becoming a new person in college, you're figuring out what you like, don't like in life, and you're also figuring out what you don't like and what you do like in guys. And let me tell you, boys and girls, um, don't try. I'm just joking. What I mean by that is you've got to let them put the effort in. Okay? This is not high school anymore. If they like you, they will, and I mean they will, talk to you first. Not through text, face to face. Okay? No more of this, I have a Snapchat. Okay? And so does 600 other girls. I need verbal communication from you. Well, he he texts me. Okay, he texts his mom too. I need face-to-face. I need a call. I need, first of all, before call, I need to see you face-to-face. But, um, I need some effort. Um, and I'm speaking from a girl's perspective. The same thing goes for, like, girls to guys. Like, for guys, she's Snapchatting other guys. She's texting other guys. You need to tell her up front. That's the cool thing about college is, for me, it's a lot broader of people. And with that being said, in high school, you only had a small pool of people. And you weren't, uh, for the most part, you're not pulling in and pulling out a bunch of new people. College is, there's constantly people coming to college and constantly people graduating or leaving, coming in, coming out, you know. So there's constantly like a shuffle of new people. And that's the difference. So in high school, you were like, well, I mean, there is no other guys. This is what I have to choose from. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, he Snapchats me, but he does Snapchat other girls, but I'm different, he says that I'm different, you know, that kind of crap, but 
in college, you need to remind yourself that this is a bigger pool and I am, like, that's the cool part is you, you get the sense of freedom anyway in college because for the most part, you're away from your family. You're away from a lot of people you potentially went to high school with. I'm not saying that's always true, but you're, it's like a fresh slate, like I mentioned earlier. So that means that you can finally be like, no, you're ugly, you have an ugly personality. No. You do not have this, like, pressure to be like, well, I'll never have any other options, so I guess this is the best I could do. Nope. Cool thing about college is there will constantly be some fresh meat, (laughs) if you will. And, yeah, like, you're grown, for the most part. You're in college. You're in flipping college. And you're going to let some guy know. Okay, by the way, when I say it's a waste of time, do not let it come between you and your schoolwork. I'll tell you that right now. Because that guy is not costing you 50 grand. That education is costing you money. Is that guy costing you money? Is that girl costing you money? Maybe. I don't know how much you've taken out on a date. But. Excuse me? Mm. No. So. I know it's controversial. I mean, I think it's a. It's something that you need to discuss with yourself. And think about. I think most definitely. Because I am not anti like being in a relationship in college I'm not like against it and I'm not like oh my gosh this is my only personality first of all you need to grow a personality without somebody let me say that again for the people in the back you need to grow your own personality away from a significant other or partner like you know this whole like your only personality is your boy crazy or your girl crazy It's got to go. You were in college. That has got to stop. Okay? You are in college. You do not need a girl telling you that you are ugly, guys. And you still going towards her and going after her and pursuing her. And girls, you do not need a guy talking about you so ugly But you're just accepting it because you feel like this is the only thing you're going to get. I would rather have nothing. I would rather not have a guy in my life than to be talked down to by a man. No. No. I'd rather have six cats than deal with a man who talks about me ugly. No. No. After that note, we're moving on to seven. (laughs) No large friend groups, okay? Maybe you had one in high school, college. That's going to go away real quick. And if you see girls on Instagram or social media and they're taking pictures with big friend groups, that's a lie. I will tell you that right now. That is a lie. You want to know why I know this? It's because I have seen from the outside looking into a big friend group. That friend group 
They're not all friends. They're not. They are not all friends, okay? Look into my imaginary eyes. Close your eyes and just imagine staring at me right now. I'm not lying when I tell you that those big friend groups are not true. I... They're, oh, well, they were a big friend group in high school. They're going to get to college. And let me tell you, that friend group's going to break real quick. Real quick. And you're like, no, we're still friends, I swear. Hey, you can still be friends. I'm still friends with a lot of people I went to high school with. And my friend group is still friends with each other. But the cool part about it is we all went our separate ways. And we became our own people. And we've grown our own friend groups. And the cool part is we support each other. I know that I have friends who are at different schools who have different lives now. But that's so cool is rooting them on. But don't let that hold you back from making a new friend or two. I have a ton of friends. I have opened myself into, I have a lot of friends. But I only have a small group of family, friends. Let me put it that way. There's a difference. You will, in college, make a lot of friends. You will. You'll make a lot of acquaintances. You'll know so-and-so from class. You'll know so-and-so. But there's an even smaller group. And don't take it offensive if you are not somebody else's. That is perfectly fine. I feel honored to be somebody's family friend. And when I say family friend is I'm talking, these are people that will be at your wedding. These are people that will be at your deathbed kind of way. These are the people that you are not blood related, but you feel like you are. Um, you'll meet a couple. Let me tell you. If you're like, oh, I have a ton of those. No, you don't. Family friends come small. There's a small group. You might have only one person. I'm grateful to have a couple that I have met along the way that I will hold dear no matter how far of a distance we are from each other. That that blood, it's almost like family. Like it is, we were, it's almost like we were born into the same family. But we have no, no connection to each other. And so... Yes, it's good to have friends. I'm so grateful to have so many people who consider me friends. I'm grateful for that. And I have a lot of people that I'm friends with. But something I've discovered is I'm not going to change myself to fit in to have that big friend group. No. If I'm going to have to change myself or I'm going to have to feel the need to become like them, start dressing like them, start acting like them, start talking like them, when I notice that pattern, I'm like, this is not, this is not a friend group. A friend group is where everybody is get to express their own feelings, own beliefs, own like opinions, fashion, anything, lifestyle. They, they get to reflect. You need to see that individuality. So when you see these friendships and I know you've seen them. And I don't mean to bash, but you see them and you're like, wow, they all look the same. Run. Because more than likely, they're going to look back and they're going to regret a little bit because they're going to be like, I did not like that. I did not like doing that. I did not like that dress that I wore. But I wore it because everybody else was wearing something similar. Like, 
I want a friend group that reflects and you can see every single person's individuality. Um, so that's why sometimes the friend group's not big. Because a lot of people don't want to, don't want that. <laughs> um, that's fine. But let me tell you, the larger the friend group, the more drama you will see. I'm telling you, I'm telling you now, it is so true. I have been on the out looking in to large friend groups in high school and in college where drama and crap has hit the fan. And it's because you get the group too big and there you are. Happens every time. On to number eight, and it's kind of going in a different way. Call home. Call home. They want to hear from you. Um, and when I say home, it does not mean blood related. Sometimes it, it's just those friends. It's just those family. I have people in my life who are not blood related to me, but will call me randomly and be like, hey. And you're like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? And they're like, I just want to check on you. I just want to see how you're doing. First of all, hold on to those people closely, okay? Hold on to them. But if you do have a good relationship with somebody in your family, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a grandparent, aunt, uncle, whoever it is, call them when you're away. Because those people, they loved and cared about you when you were just around them you know when you were just at your hometown when you were just in high school when you were just this little nerd they liked you they cared about you they loved you they supported you so when you're up at college and you're at this peak in your life and college might not be a peak for you but when you're away and you're creating your own self and being your own person Remember to call the people who knew you before. Um, and like I said, you might not have good relationships with your family. Like, I see it a lot in college. You'd be surprised how many times I've seen people in college that just don't have good relationships with their family. And it's very sad. It really is. And that made me a lot more grateful and thankful. And that's why I keep in touch. As much as I can. I could do better. Oh my goodness. I could absolutely do better. But I will say in the past couple of months. Past six months. I have made it my mission to try to see my family when I come back home. Or call or answer texts. If I can. They care. They want to know. Um. That's just that. Number nine. Eat food. Eat real decent food, okay? Just try to stay away from the junk food for most of the time. Um, it should be like a 70, 70 to 30 ratio. 70% real food, 30% junk food. Like, okay. It's, you're going to feel better. I know 
money is tight. But what I'm saying is, please, no matter how busy you get, eat a meal. Um, ten. Your brain and your health need checkups. Okay? Once in a while, give yourself a checkup. Go to the doctor when you feel sick. And, or just keep your health in check. Be like, hey, I've been feeling kind of bleh. Let me do some home remedies or something. Or, mmm. I've been frazzled here lately. My brain needs a checkup. For me, just to go walk for a little bit. Go outside for a little bit. It's good. And, yeah. I mean, college can... Okay, so for me, I've noticed that college can either be uh, hustle and bustle, fast-paced, societal, clock kind of movement, or it can be slow, silent, but deadly kind of thing. Like, sometimes it's, you're either one or the other for the most part. So your brain and your body can get frazzled from the fast movement, slow pace, fast movement, slow pace, fast movement, slow pace. So it can kind of be put on the back burner. I won't even lie. I put my health on the back burner a lot more than I thought I would. Um, I'm working on it. I'm doing a lot better on that. But there was a moment in my life where I just kept putting off my health until there was no, there was no putting it off anymore. And I had emergency surgery. So, I mean, sometimes you need to listen to the body. Um, so... You need to listen to your brain, too. Sometimes it's like, hey, we're getting a little anxious here. We're getting a little gloomy, a little don't want to get out of my bed, kind of depressed. Time to check in. You deserve that, okay? In the midst of all this, you need to remind yourself that you deserve it, okay? You deserve to take care of yourself. You deserve to put yourself first, prioritize boundaries I mean you need to remind yourself of your worth I mean what you want what you don't want now is the time college you know and what's funny is people are like college is the time where you find your true friends and you find the the real you they're not lying you find the real you you find the real type of friends you want you find what you don't like in life what you want in life um, you figure out how you feel about your religion, your political views. There's a lot. Um, I was, I've taken human growth this semester. Honestly, one of my favorite classes I've taken ever, ever, is my human growth and development. And one of the things is they say that this is the hardest transition in people's lives is their early 20s. Sorry, my nose is like getting congested but it's because you question everything at this time you're questioning everything and it is hard um I won't even lie to you guys I won't sit here and sugarcoat it I won't put you in a doom and gloom but I will tell you that this is the time where you question a lot and if you're not questioning, you will eventually. You will be 
hit with some challenges and you'll have to make some decisions or you'll have to figure out how you feel about certain things. That's just life and it's really scary. And I want to tell you now because I want you to know to expect something around this time. Um, I've talked to people who have been out of their 20s and they're into their 30s and they've talked about like now was around the time where they, some people, sadly, they, uh, they kind of got to see what their family was like, you know, they, they kind of saw the real people behind the mask and so they kind of seen how this or that, um, I won't even lie and tell you that now's the time where you kind of see how your church people is like or your hometown. You see a lot and you agree or agree to disagree with a lot of things that people from your hometown or people from your church felt and you just feel differently I mean there's a lot I mean people struggle with their relationship with their religion and that's hard because I've had conversations with friends where it's like people who say that they have religious trauma I don't like to talk about a lot of things because I don't know enough but I will tell you that there is a difference there is church trauma and then there's religious trauma um because for me my relationship with God my religion with God has not really changed but my viewpoints on how the church looks at things have changed but I've looked at friendships differently I'm not choosing friendships at face value I need deeper connections um that goes into relationships future relationships I know what I want what I don't want I know what I need in a relationship and what I don't need I mean that's incredible to look back and see like where you've come from to where you are now to see like this is how I feel you figure out what freaking boundaries are I did not realize until I got to this point what boundaries are in my life And you'll piss a lot of people off probably, but there's a lot of times where that happens. I mean, your early 20s, like I said, you'll figure out who your true people are in life. And that's because you'll piss the rest of them off. I wish I was lying, but no. So if you are wondering, this is a confusing time. I don't, you're not alone. A lot of people will not admit it. But I guess I'll be the first one if you need somebody to tell you that, like, hey, it's confusing. And to the people that are not in college and you don't know, you can still take this, some of this advice, switch it around, and it goes towards post-graduation or normal, just everyday life. Um, corporate America, I guess you could say. But... If you want more, I definitely have more, but I don't remember where I heard it. I think it was from another podcast, but her therapist told her to just make, all you have to do 
is make it for the next 60 seconds. And then after you make it for those 60 seconds, you just got to make it through the next 60 seconds. That's, that is basically the rest of your life. That's a lot of 60 seconds. (laughs) And sometimes in those 60 seconds, it can be you're up on the mountain. And then sometimes those 60 seconds, you're at the bottom in the valley. But you just, you know, don't, I get it. There's a difference. Don't just try to survive. But like, here's the cool part you just need to remember is you are becoming yourself. And sometimes it's okay to just accept some advice. So these are my tips for college. As always, take it with a grain of salt. Depends on whatever you want to hear, but I'm grateful for, I'm grateful to be back and better than ever and hope to be putting out some more content. I'm so excited. So as always, I love you guys. Stay safe, stay strong during whatever you're going through and I will catch you in the next one. Bye.